When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Monday and welcome into the PHNX Sun Monday. Devil Show. I'm Anthony Totry. He is... Shane Diefenbach. Yeah, I am. Sean DePaz is still gone. Did you forget my name for a second? Well, I was going to call you Sean for a second. Wow. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Because you're Shane Diefenbach. You're yeah. one of one. Yeah. Sean DePaz was like one of what? Yeah, 50? 15. I yeah. Would say. Oh, 15? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah Sean's going to be back, what, tomorrow? And then you leave. <laughs> no, not for a while. No, but you're just gone oh, tomorrow. Yeah, I'm just gone tomorrow. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, let's get right into it. Let's We're do it. joined now by the Athletics Tobias Bass. Um, here to talk all things Arizona State basketball, the transfer portal, the Pac-12. Tobias, first and foremost, man, just thanks for hopping on this morning. No problem, man. Thank you. Down to come on anytime. Of course. You always say morning. It's 2 p.m. It's morning for me. Yeah, yeah I know. It's, it's morning, morning somewhere, I right? About, I was about to say, yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> about to say it's it's, it's morning yeah, for somebody morning. somewhere. Okay, somebody's just now waking up. Uh, Tobias, yeah. just what kind of update can you provide us in terms of Arizona State basketball incoming transfers. They've obviously got a few guys that have entered the portal, and I'm hearing Adam Miller's name, the former LSU guard. His name just keeps popping up anytime I hear anything as it relates to Arizona State. Yeah, he's definitely one I would definitely look out for. Um, but you know, you guys, you guys lost a couple guys in the portal, a couple uh, decent sized pieces, so they're going to have to replace those guys. And I think Adam Miller would be perfect. He's a big time scorer. Was a I believe a five star recruit coming out of high school. Uh, dealt with the injury early in his career, had an okay year this year. So he's definitely one to look out for. Um, you know, you guys have reached out to a bunch of people, Sean, uh, Philip Hunter, Silas, Puff Johnson. Uh, TJ Bamba was one, but he just cut his list to two in Nova and Georgia Tech. I thought that was interesting. And then Johan Troy is another one. Yeah, we saw that news just when we were running the countdown. I was like, <laughs> Villanova and Georgia Tech? It's, it, it's interesting. Yeah. Uh, but – Bobby Hurley is a guy that's really attacked the portal in these last couple of years, obviously losing a bunch of pieces as well. What makes a coach special in that regard of, of finding pieces to fit your program? Is there like a skill that you kind of see that's consistent with a lot of these coaches? I think is one thing is you got to have to know these kids for a while because there may be a kid you've, you may have liked him a couple of years ago. He might have been a sophomore, junior in high school. He grows up, he goes to a school, wherever he goes. But you have a relationship with that kid you may have built with before or you may have known that kid. So a few years down the line, he enters the portal. Oh, yeah, I know that kid. I have his information. He should remember me. So when I reach out, it's a familiar face, familiar name. That definitely plays a role into it because you have to recruit everybody now because 
that one kid that you may, oh, he may not be good enough. He may be good enough in three years, two years from now. So I think that definitely plays a significant role in it. Absolutely. What about in terms of recruiting guys back? We we brought up at the start of the start of the show just the some of the guys that have already entered the transfer portal for Arizona State. Obviously, Devin Cambridge, the latest one. But you look at an Austin Nunez or a DJ Horn. I know Enoch. He committed. I want to say last night or just over the weekend to, to Fresno State. Is there any chance that? ASU and Bobby Hurley are able to recruit any of those guys back? I think I think there's always a chance. I just think it would be tough. So, like, Nunez, um, he's a Texas boy from where I'm from. So, he's going to go visit Ole Miss and Notre Dame. He hasn't come up with the dates yet, but he's going to go visit those two cool soon. So, I guess the thing that's kind of tough is, like, he knows what Arizona State is. He's been on the campus before. He kind of knows. So, when he goes to Ole Miss – and Notre Dame is kind of – they might get his last visit, per se. So they're going to be the last thing that he hears before he maybe makes a decision. I'm sure he'll schedule more, but as of now, those would be two of the ones that get it. So if he goes to Notre Dame, he's having a good time. It's kind of hard to say no where you're on the campus. Mm-hmm. Same with anywhere else he may go. Yeah, he he's a guy that I think guys were – fans of ASU specifically were kind of shocked about leaving. Do you find – a? I know obviously the landscape's changing every single day, but do you find like – reoccurring themes as to why players are leaving now is it a lot of people are sort of assuming it's nil but is there any other factors that you find popping up more often than not um i think i think nil is definitely uh, an option but i think too you know sometimes they may feel the grass is green on the other side they have handlers they have people in their corner telling them you know x y and z and these kids are young people don't understand some of these dudes are 18 19 20 years old you know i can't speak for you when i was 18, 19, or 20, I probably wasn't making the best decision sometimes. And that, and that may be leaving or staying. So I think they have that in their corner. Some of them, they just want a better opportunity. I think that fit is more important than the actual talent. So if a kid feels that said school is better for him, he might want to go explore that option. Of course, kind of zooming out from Arizona State and just taking a look at the Pac-12, some of the, the bigger players you already brought up, a TJ Bamba. But in terms of like a guy like a Harrison Ingram, uh, is there any update on where he might land? They're going to be super quiet about that. I know Kansas would make sense. Obviously, um, you know, they lost Jalen Wilson. They probably they feel that he could be a replacement for him. I know that he spoke on the phone today with uh, Coach Calipari in Kentucky. Michigan's also another big name school that's also reached out as well. So there's no, I guess, real update yet. But I think, you know, as time goes along, you'll probably, probably start to see him visit a couple of schools. Absolutely. Yeah. And zooming out even more, I mean, do you, because these last like three, four years, I mean, the transfer portal has just gone wild. Do you foresee it getting even crazier where rosters are like professionals, where they are? Th- you have these players and then it's basically free agency or is this kind of the pinnacle and we're going to see it trickle back down or is it, is it going to keep getting crazier? I think it'll get crazier because this is one of the first times I think in college basketball where the player has leverage. As in years before, you know, if you transfer, you got to sit unless it was for very few reasons. And even those were even hard to get a waiver. So in this era, the player has power, you know, some kids, you know, they already may have a one foot out the door. You know, you coach a kid too hard, he might leave. You yell at him too much, he might leave. So it kind of makes it hard for coaches to even – something. I mean, I assume a coach will coach his guys hard like he always has, but it makes it hard for him. I know that some coaches, they've been coaching for a while. They told me they probably won't be coaching too much longer because it's, it's too much with the NIL in the portal. 
What do you think about that? Or do you think that's I, obviously? I, I know a lot of us share the same sentiment where players should have the the say in it. They, I mean, it's them that are playing right. after all. But what do you think about it and the landscape? Do you think it's good or bad for college basketball? I like it. I'm not definitely. It's definitely different than what we've seen. But at the end of the day, they're the ones on the floor. They're the ones making jump shots, sweating, bleeding every day. So I think that I think it is good for them to be able to you know, see what they're working. I think that generally speaking, it's good. You have a kid, he may be at Gardner-Webb, for example. He plays well there for two years. If he feels he wants to be the, be the best or maybe go pro, whether it's NBA or overseas, whatever he wants to do, he should take that opportunity to go up and maybe go to an Arizona State, ANC State, wherever he wants to go. I think generally speaking, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. And there, it, some of the, the interesting pieces, right, is like their school's like in Arizona State, where last year a lot of their roster in terms of scoring was built off of the transfer portal. And then there's some schools like a UCLA that very rarely add players in the transfer portal, um, and they very rarely lose players. They're the only Pac-12 school that, to my knowledge, hasn't lost a player to the transfer portal this offseason. What is it about that program, do you think, specifically, that has kind of avoided the age of the transfer portal, at least as it relates to right now? I guess it would be, you know, some of the guys that they're going after. I mean, one, two, it's hard to turn down L.A. I mean, when you're – it's just hard. It's hard to leave that type of place. And I think that he's just getting guys that fit him culturally. You look at, like, another school would be, like, Villanova. I know they've lost guys before, but in Virginia it's the same way. They don't go after the McDonald's All-American type kid. They go after kids that fit Tony Bennett's system specifically. You know, and they're honest with them from the jump. Hey, look, we don't get the one-and-done kids. We're gonna, you're going to be here – probably three years, roughly. Not saying you can't go to the NBA, DeAndre Hunter, Kyle Guy, it's uh, Ty Jerome, but you're probably going to be here for a while. So if they get those type of kids that are, one, not looking for the NBA immediately, but also are humble enough to be able to stay there and want to build something special, that's one reason why those teams are good every year and also a reason why they're not losing guys. Yeah. Absolutely. We have somebody in our chat um, that brings up a good point just in terms of the COVID year and the eligibility from some of those players that started or at least were in um, the NCAA while COVID was going on. How do you think a couple of years down the line, once all of that extra eligibility is kind of out of the NCAA, do you think that's going to still like impact the number of transfers that we see? Or is it just because these players have that extra year of eligibility that they're more willing to take these chances? I think I think it'll definitely help it. I think I think it's kind of like the kids will adapt. I mean, you're seeing I mean, you're seeing now like some kids are hopping in the portal. They're committing in like four days because they don't want to risk. You know, there's what almost fourteen hundred kids in the portal now. That'll probably be. I mean, you have until what May eleventh, so we have a month. I can see that being close to two thousand roughly. Mm-hmm. If I was a kid, I would try to get in there as fast as I can and get out as fast as I can. So I think that. The extra eligibility definitely helps. I think the kids are just learning. I think they're learning. They're saying, you know what? I probably don't need to wait. I probably don't need to wait on that bigger school that may have called. I want to go to the school that likes me. I'm going to try to go there as fast as I can. Absolutely. And we're also seeing from just a pure basketball perspective, it, it changed the sport. Like, obviously, with the Final Four mm-hmm. this year, like these mid major teams, like an FAU, can get guys. I mean, in, in the article, you you mentioned the, the Pac 12 SWAC series where Arizona State, you know, got a. a the short end of the stick uh, against Texas Southern, like teams like this are, are, are becoming more relevant. Yeah. And, and I think that's overall good for the sport. So yeah, I, I 
it is interesting to see. Last question, Tobias, before we get you out of here. I know we talked about some of the players that Arizona State Bobby Hurley have targeted. Is there any sort of timeline as to when we might see the next incoming transfer for Bobby Hurley? Uh, I would probably, I would probably say within the next week or two. That, that's not the perfect answer, but I think you know you have a month, they have a month left to get in the portal. Some of the kids, so I think now is the time they're going to start going on visits. Like you're seeing. What yesterday we had like five or six guys commit. Some of them were big names. I think you're going to have a few um, this week. So I think the kids are starting to get these visits out the way, and they're going to be uh, you're going to start seeing commitment after commitment. I think over the next week or two, and I think Definitely. that's when you'll see um, Arizona State get a guy. Of course, Tobias. Thank you, man. We appreciate your time. No problem, man. Thank you, Shane. In terms of, I, I want to dissect a little bit of what he had to say in the, the discussion in terms of NIL and the transfer portal. Because I thought it was interesting to say that players, it's more of like you want to get in and you want to get out. You don't want to be like waiting in the transfer portal. Do you do you agree with that? Because I feel like there are players that, some of the, big, the bigger time players, whether it be a Puff Johnson um, or whoever, like if they wait longer, there are more schools that are going to reach out. Like if you're a smaller player almost, does it make more sense to get in and out? Uh, I mean, it just, it, 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 I think it's, it's player by player basis. The thing that stuck with me is what he said, which ASU fans know too well is they got people in their ear all the time. They got handlers and just these guys that will tell them anything. And the grass is always greener. Like, but, but that's why I don't, blame the coaches every time because you know you guys talked about at the Pac-12 tournament and you're Mick Cronin's of the world who are you know chirping and yelling and screaming and yeah and it might not work with one guy but it works with that team because as you said they're the only person not to lose a transfer uh so far yeah I mean it, it, it's I think it's a player by player basis it's gonna be really interesting um if you missed it at the at the start of the interview just some of the players the bigger name players that you could see ASU continue to go after and Adam Miller, um, who I've seen again, a lot of was at LSU last year. He's got three years of eligibility left. I know Illinois is recruiting him hard too. And then obviously Puff Johnson, which we've kind of been talking about really since the, the end of the season. Um, in terms of Devin Cambridge, who we haven't really been able to talk too much about just because he decided to enter the portal over the weekend. Um, what is ASU losing in a guy like Devin Cambridge? Um, excitement. I'm so sad about it. Yeah, he, yeah, he, yeah. Uh, the giveth and taketh the transfer portal will do. Um, you're losing. You're losing. Uh, aside from stats, points. You're just yeah. losing points um, <laughs> again. And I don't want to. I don't want to name stats, but twelve or whatever a game. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing is that that excitement that only bounce man can bring you. Um, we saw it in the Washington game. ASU won a basketball game because of dunks. That happened. And it was because of Devin Cambridge. You're using, you're losing supreme athleticism that'll help you on defense and offense. Um, but I think overall you're losing part of the vibe of this yeah. team, and that really sucks because now your Warren Washingtons are, and Frankie Collins is might not be as inclined to come back. I think Frankie's coming back. I don't know if Warren's coming back, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sad. <laughs> it's definitely. It's just. It's tough to like. And I know there was a lot of hope at the end of last season just because there were a lot of guys that had the potential to come back in terms of an eligibility. Like, realistically, we had all expected DJ to leave. And we knew Dez was out of eligibility, but you expected to at least return maybe three of your five starters from last year. At this point, 
you get Jemiah Neal back, which is huge. He figures to be a, a big player for Arizona State next season. But outside of Jemiah right now, right? Obviously, you've got the two transfers in, in Malachi and Kamari, but like, I don't want to hit a guy. Like, yeah, what? You, you, I, I know we, I know we had this conversation, but like, it. Is it at all starting to worry you? No, because look, when I say it sucks, like Coach MB says, I don't mean it like it sucks. This team is now five games worse. No, than and they there's were still up. a lot of time. Because the only reason why it sucks is because I'm selfish. Because personally, I want to root for a guy like Devin Cambridge, who I become accustomed to. Yeah, like, this is what we like. We like comfortability. We like, you know, we like going to our going back to our house and sitting down and watching the same Netflix series over and over again because it's comfortability. I like rooting for the same players over and over again because it's comfortable. But your your Remy Martins are really fun to root for because yep. you remember this memory and this memory. And with the transfer portal, that's just not a thing anymore. So when I say it sucks, it sucks for me because I'm selfish and I want to root for this guy. Yeah. I don't think it's going to suck for the program because Devin Cambridge brings you fun, brings you dunks, brings you passion, and can help you win games. But you know who else can? 1,100 players in the transfer portal. Yeah. Like, they're guys that they're going to get to replace a guy like Devin Cambridge. They might be a Devin Cambridge adjacent. They might not be. They might play like he's similar. They might not. You know, you, you might not get a high flyer. You might get a Kyle Anderson slow-mo type guy who's a lot more boring, but he'll still give you 11 and 5 or whatever. Yeah. Like, it sucks, but it's not. I'm, I'm not panicking at See, all. See, I don't know. My, my worry isn't necessary. And I don't even know if it's a worry. It's just a. It's on my mind. Okay? And it's not necessarily, like, I know you lose a lot with Dev. And like you said, he's comfortable and we got accustomed to his style of play at Arizona State. It is the, I know the, the transfer portal giveth and taketh away, but like, I feel like we are giving way more than they're currently taking. I feel currently, like currently, every currently, team is literally currently. almost every single team is because that's what happens. And I think, I think that's the tough thing though, is to like, not, not necessarily take it personal, but like be so zoomed in on the one program, right? Because I mean, we talked about it with Tobias. Everybody in the Pac-12 is dealing with this right now. Arizona actually hasn't even got an incoming transfer yet. Yeah, I mean, yet 100 percent commitment. Ryan Nemhard is basically basically, but he is yet Andrew. to commit 100. Is it Ryan or Andrew? Which one is in the NBA and which one's Ryan is 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 Creighton? I always get them mixed up. They look the exact same. Um, and then UCLA is the only one not to lose a player right now. Yeah. If Tommy Lloyd was still at Gonzaga, you wouldn't be getting Nemhard. I'm just saying. Sorry, it's harsh <laughs> truth. Yeah, he's yeah. not coming to U of A for Tucson. Uh. You Coming brought up for Tommy the the comfort comfortability factor? comfortability comfortability factor um, of just getting some of these guys back and getting to watch them play. Obviously, that's not necessarily the case right now with the transfer portal uh, and just NIL in general. But being comfortable is literally exactly what BetMGM provides you guys. We didn't even uh, say Wildcats, and she spawned. That's crazy. Love you, Tina. Guys, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code PHNX and you guys are going to get up to $200 in bonus bets on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Super easy. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code PHNX and place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least 10 bucks on any market at standard odds price and boom. You guys are going to receive $200 in bonus bets instantly, regardless of the outcome of your wager. Just make sure you use bonus code PHNX when you sign up. Guys, there's no better time to sign up for BetMGM because you got MLB going on. NHL playoffs are approaching. You can live bet the Masters and win $200. You don't even need your bonus bets. You could do that. And NBA playoffs start tomorrow. Um, so just lock in, sign up with BetMGM. And without further ado, here's Shane. 
Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. And... After you win $200 on John Rahm uh, winning the Masters, you can go head over to Four Peaks and spend $200 on beer. That would get you a lot of Maybe a whole vat of beer. Probably not a whole vat of beer. It'd get you a lot. It would get you a lot of beer. Um, And plus, the Arizona Cardinals suck. Um, (laughs) I think we know this. Uh, But we're we're doing something fun uh, for the NFL draft, April 27th at Four Peaks, 8th Street Pub. Register for free in the link in our show notes to take advantage of all the beer specials, which include, but are not limited to, $3 Redbird Lager Pints, $5 Redbird Lager Pitchers, and as usual, PHNX specials of $3 Kilt Lifter and Wow Pints as well. So make sure to go head over there and follow at Four Peaks Brew on social to get the latest on Arizona's premier craft brewery. You gotta be 21 years or older to do. enjoy the beer responsibly, but not their French onion soup with or Craig. their chicken tenders. You might have to be 21 plus to enjoy French onion soup with Craig, though, but not just French onion soup. Mm, okay, or you have to be Sean. To do y- that. You brought it up uh, in the, the Bet MGM read, but John Rom. Well, that's my your Masters my champion, my goat, John Rom, Masters um, champion. What if, a day yesterday for if him. John Rom and Phil Mickelson finished one two in the Masters. Leave a like on the video. <laughs> Oh, they did. I <laughs> don't make the rules. Leave a like. We do, we do make the rules. I do make the rules sometimes. I was so fired up. I'm, I know people hate him because of, you know. Mickelson? All, yeah, all of the, you know, selling your soul to the, to another league, whatever. <laughs> um, I love the lefty. I got a soft spot in my heart for the lefty. He owns a golf course right next to my house. Um, and, yeah, I've always been a fan of him. Phil, you were awesome this weekend. Plus... You broke a record. Oldest person to ever finish top five at Augusta. That is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Very wild. But yeah, Rami, John Rahm is, not only is he a Sun Devil, but he's also just such a good person. He is. Every person you run into that has talked to him, that has worked with him, that is friends with him, just says he's so down to earth. And despite his mental battles that he might play with himself on the golf course... He doesn't play mental battles with with you know his the people he cares about, and he's yeah. just such a such an awesome awesome guy. So, and he's like he's a Sun Devil man. I know it was just being able to see that like on a national network, them have to talk about Arizona State for a little bit, or just bring it up just because Rom and Phil were at Arizona State. Like it's as much as we we go back and forth of oh it's a hockey school or a swim school or a football school which we don't say that ever um yeah. like it really is truly a baseball and a golf school and like swim school. through and through and a and a, and a triathlon but school. as much as i as much as i love swim and dive and triathlon like there's no john rom from the swim program well there is you're just not in, not another john rom spotlight there is no pga is, is the biggest yeah. thing for those respective places i mean there's the olympics but who needs to talk about that because He's not swimming for the USA. This is true. This is true. Leon, change where you were born. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah. And obviously, it was it helped that I had money on Rom. Yeah. But, it's got a roof or something. But I just can't believe 
the the people at BetMGM were so kind to give me him at plus two thousand after the first hole. It was just so kind. What did you think of that story um, that he had brought up in the speech after oh with Zach Ertz so, and JJ did Watt? Did you see the actual text? Yeah, it's so funny. It is so funny. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, right after or while he was golfing. Ertz and JJ Watt were in a group chat with him and texting his phone while he was golfing. Yeah. Like, I mean, he doesn't have it on him, but they were like, that first green is looking like a piece of cake. And then he obviously goes and four putts the first green and double bogeys to start the, the tournament. Um, not only not only did he do that and come back from that, and I, I get John Rahm, he's got some demons when it comes to golf. When get, yeah. He gets in his own head sometimes. Um, not only was he able to battle back from that, but also he was primed in the, in the, the final slots because he was the leader the whole time. So he played in the worst conditions because they had to suspend play every single time. Yeah. When they suspended play, he was playing. Um, and they had to wake up early on Sunday and Saturday morning to finish the round before. Just a dog. Just a dog. And Brooks Kepka, I'm sorry, but you are less so of a dog. sorry sometimes. You're less um, of a dog. I have, yeah. Can I give a two, my two cents? Absolutely. Of course you can. I think the Zach Ertz thing further proves your point that the Arizona Cardinals suck. Yeah, <laughs> I think it does too. I think it does too. <laughs> Oh, poor Bo. J.J. Watt doesn't suck, though, because he's no longer an Arizona Cardinal. Well, now they suck and, even more. And Zach Ertz doesn't suck either. I love Zach Ertz, but I was just trying to support Zach Ertz, your argument. Probably the cutest tight end in the NFL. <laughs> the cutest tight end? Absolutely. Oh, this is... Come on. I don't know. I like. I'm trying to think of a cuter tight end. You can't. Can you? Oh, are we talking... Zach Ertz is pretty... Well, Travis yeah, Kelsey. a good-looking guy. Yeah. yeah. Travis, Kelsey. Travis Kelsey steps out, though. Like he He's probably got the best drip. I would say Zach Ertz. Travis Kelsey with a beard. The the beardless Travis Kelsey looked I weird. You haven't seen beardless Travis. Oh, you Kelsey. haven't seen that? Dude, he looks weird. Is it like a is it like a bear with no hair? Uh have you ever seen a hairless bear? No. Holy shit, look that up. After the that Travis the, Kelsey that no is, beard. That is scarier. Look at oh, this. Oh no 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 no. Oh no, no, no. my gosh. Yeah. Zach Ertz, cutest tight end in the NFL. Beardless uh, Travis Kelsey, scariest. Ooh, also, mustache though. Mustache kind of goes crazy. Also, nobody else left a like on the video. I made some rules. Leave a like. Um, hairless bear right now. Hairless bear. Hairless bear. Oh, this is terrifying already. What the hell? That just looks like a dog in a rat costume. Yeah. Jose taking offense to us making fun of the Cardinals. I'm sorry, Jose. It's just we, we don't actually think they suck. I mean, well, they're not very good. But we just like to throw shade at Bo, not the actual organization. Same thing, right? Yeah. It is what it is. Ooh, um, JJ Watt is the Pats run starter. Anyone else running? We are not because we're going to be at Illegal Pete's. We're going to be at Illegal Pete's. We're going to have a beautiful morning starting at 10 a.m. Join us. $3 marks yeah. all day long. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Guys, if you haven't heard, come to Four Peaks because we're going to be there. We're partnering with, with Illegal Pete's, Activate ASU to put on um, a dope event in Tempe Saturday morning. April 15th, the spring game is at noon, right? Officially, it is going to be starting it's supposed to at start noon. noon yep. uh, come pregame ahead of ASU football's spring game with us again. Uh, we're going to be out there. I know some other people from, from PHNX are going to be out there as well. And like I said, you guys can enjoy $3 margs all day long. A, Boom. A, there's the graphic. Illegal Pete's is going to be your go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and get this. Margaritas? Beer. Oh. Yeah, good try though. Have you ever had um one of those margs that has a, like a, a beer on it? You ever you know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes, 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 yes. Why? It's so good though. What? I don't know what it's called, but it's so so good. I'm going to Mexico at the end of this month. Are you? I'm so excited. I can't actually I was supposed to go to Mexico this weekend, but I can't because of spring game. <laughs> 
Yeah. Why were you going to go this weekend? Uh, just family friends. Nice. Yeah. Tragic that I can't go, though. Well, I would say the spring game is more fun than Mexico. I mean, yes. To be honest. Absolutely. The spring game last year? No. It wasn't the spring would, game last year. Well, what was it called? Uh, a showcase. showcase. The spring showcase. I would have rather gone to Mexico. Mm. Sure. I wish they would put the spring showcase or the spring game on a specific network or television place to watch it. CW? No, <laughs> not even like a little bit. Like if that actually happens, I'm going to cry. I was thinking more Fubo. Mm. More Fubo TV? Yeah. That would make, well, I guess, I don't know if it would make more sense, would it? Yeah, it would. It would make way more sense than CW. I hate the CW. Because Fubo, actually a great place to watch stuff. Fubo TV. They got 140 plus live channels of sports, shows, movies, and news. Stream live TV from any device and watch the most Arizona sports for the lowest price. You can start watching immediately with a seven-day free trial. No contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. You can do it on your phone, people. Unlike Valley Sports app, which crashes a lot. Yes, this Fubo is TV doesn't crash a lot. And it broadcasts all the games that you need. Plus, you can record stuff. $1,000 or $1,000. 1000 hours of DVR included at no extra charge. So no dollars for all of that cloud watching. Just like how you can watch clouds outside for free. You can Ooh. stream and download on your cloud for free. <laughs> Plus, there's a ton of college hockey that was on it. Obviously, not anymore. Shout out Sam Lipkin and Quinnipiac for winning that. Um, but there's just a ton of other things to watch. Um, and you can watch Bally Sports with Fubo TV. So use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first months of Fubo Pro. Um, we got we got Canada USA. I-I-W-H-F? W-I-I-H-F? Oh, I always do this. I never know what yeah, you're talking whatever about. Whatever it is, Canada USA <laughs> Women's today, 4 p.m. Watch that. That's going to be a banger. Get it on the your over TV. On that. You can get that on BetMGM. Five goals. The over for that game. Are you kidding me? Canada kind of slacking. I like USA Moneyline. I love how you turned it into a, a bet. Oh, yeah. I'm just, I took it. Uh, Joe, Spring 22 Showcase post game was a classic show. Yeah. We were just pissed off. Yeah. Do you remember just, that? Yeah, I do. We I remember there off. were fireworks and stuff going. Like it was, yeah. In the background, it was obnoxious, to be honest with you. Uh, guys, plus, we already brought it up. The Suns, they got postseason basketball. Getting ready pretty soon. Um, you can watch Sons on Valley Sports, Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. Did now, say, I did say that. I just double checking. Yeah, appreciate it. Just, you know, just got to run it back. You know, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Um, so like, we've talked ASU basketball mm -hmm. and who we could potentially see added to Bobby Hurley's roster here in the next week or two. We've talked John Rahm. Let's talk about Arizona State baseball for a second because they cracked the top Willie! 25. Willie Bloomquist, dude, has this team firing. And I know we talked about it last week as a – I want to just like like maybe prefacing the potential run that ASU could make down the stretch in terms of Pac-12 play uh, and just the postseason. They're real. They're here for real. And I know Willie was talking about it. I want to say it was today or after their series against Washington State that this is – Far from how good this team can be. Yeah. Can I be a little, a little negative? A little negative, Nancy. They got to beat somebody good. They do. In the Pac-12 because none of those teams were great. Uh, that being said. I love when good teams beat below average teams, though. That being, yeah, that being said, they look good doing it. They look good winning against bad teams, which is what good teams do. Yes. So I'm very happy with it. <laughs> um, plus... Your catcher, very good at baseball. Yes, Ryan Campos. Pac-12, player of the week. Dude hit 500 
this week. Uh, I think in 14 at-bats? Maybe it was 14 hits. Jeez. Something like that. Uh, 14 hits would be insane. It might be. Two home runs and just a dog behind the behind the plate. Just an absolute dog throwing people out left and right. Now, now I, I want to bring up Coach Evan B's comment about, but they've only played the bottom teams in the conference. Now, I get that. But how many different sports can you look at when it comes to college athletics and where top-level teams or even mid-tier teams play the bottom of their conference and they are unable to capitalize on playing those teams where they'll drop a game, they'll drop two games, they'll drop a series. Texas Southern. It happens all the time. Yeah, like how many times did we see that with ASU basketball where there was a very winnable series and they were just unable to either sweep uh, or get it done. ASU baseball, like again, I know they've got to beat somebody big and I'm, I'm on that train. They do need to have a prove it series against one of the, the top powers in the Pac-12. But I mean, if you're scheduling, you've got to play these teams, right? You got to play Washington State. You've got to play yeah. a Cal. You got to play whatever. And if you're winning those series, I'm not gonna like penalize them. No, because and, that's where they're at in the schedule. And this team is ranked for a reason. Yeah, Willie is finally ranked. Rank Willie. Rank Willie. Now we know how long I have to say that. Willie is the favorite for Pac-12 Coach of the Year. Right it has now. to be. And I don't think it is particularly close. They're ASU, 23 and nine, and they've they've won five in a row right now. Um, and they got the curfew boys. The curfew boys. Grand Canyon? That game might run into curfew hours. Tuesday? 6 p.m. tomorrow. <sighs> it's Last up. time they played, they knocked them out of the top 25. Do you think they're allowed? They're not allowed to leave if the game goes past 12? GCU? Or 10 p.m.? No, ASU, because it's at GCU. They're not allowed to leave. Yeah, because they lock all the gates. They'll hold the players hostage mm-hmm. pretty much? No, they wouldn't hold them hostage. They're just not allowed to leave. What do you what do you call that? <laughs> that, I'm that classifies. Just joking. I just like making jokes about GCU's curfew. Uh, Coach Evan B, beat GCU tomorrow and take the series from UW, and we can continue talking. What are you continue talking about them? I mean, yeah, I mean, beating yeah, GCU is great, but you do want a series win over Washington on the road, and then you've got a game against Arizona, I believe, on the road as well. Um, mm-hmm. So you've got what four, five straight road games? Five straight. We know how good this team is specifically at home, right? This is a really, really solid team at Muni um, where they have lost games this season has been on the yep. road. So I think if there is an area of growth outside of the bullpen for Arizona State, just simply being able to get the job done consistently on the road, I think that elevates mm-hmm. your team and it elevates the conversation, right? When you're looking at these teams in the top 25, it's one thing to win at home, but if you can be consistent on the road as well in conference, that's one of the toughest things in college athletics. You know what this team is? It's that scene in Finding Nemo where Dory's talking to the whale and it's like, and it's like really small. They're like, yeah. there's that little thing. And then, then if you beat Washington, then it's going to be that second part of that scene where the whale keeps getting bigger <laughs> and bigger and the Pac-12 is Dory and and whatever. What's Mar- Mar- Marlin? Marlin? Yeah. Dory and Marlin, they're like, oh my God, that's that, that thing is huge. That team is good. That team is Here good. Here it comes. Was that Willie making that noise? No, that's the whole team. That's the whole team making yeah. that noise. That's terrifying. Yep. Uh, again, Coach Evan B in the chat, is there a different standard for ASU baseball than football or basketball? I think that's a good question. Um, there definitely should have been, but the past couple of years have been so disappointing that there isn't. Now it's kind of the same. There always should be because this team traditionally is very it's, good at baseball. It's historic, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, I mean, there definitely should be, and I think there is now. Yeah, after this season, well, now that standard, do you think it climbs look, back? I think this, there wasn't a standard last year. We talked about this last year because it was Willie's first year. It's hard to not have your guys and, and win a ton of games. Yeah. Um, 
Contratus is good at baseball, and he is a Willie guy. Uh, there you go. He's really good. He's very good. So Willie's going to get his guys, and they're going to get... Yeah, Joe says, when I was in school, the College World Series was the floor, and they didn't even win a title. It, the standard's going to be set next year. I think, again, this year, I think it's a little lower, because, again, this is first year of having that solid team with its, his foundation. Next year is going to be, all right, let's, let's get back to the elite of the elite. Let's be in the top 10 nationally and we got to stay there yeah and i don't think you're surprising anybody next year right no. like i think out of this year the expectations and just the what everybody's idea of what arizona state could be i feel like was just people were just scratching yep. the surface because it was and it is willie's second season and you didn't really know what you were going to get i think last year we've talked about it just that the bats are really 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 good for mm -hmm. arizona state but you never really knew what you were going to get from pitching um, and that goes for both the starters and the bullpen. I think this year you kind of have a better idea, at least what you're getting from your aces. But still, the bullpen in terms of pitching down the line is frightening, mm -hmm. especially when you have to face some of those better teams um, in conference. I think that's where you're going to learn a lot about this team is in you know those later innings against a Stanford, against a UCLA, against a Washington. That's where you're going to really see what this team is made out of. Um, but... By no means am I going to sit here and say that this team doesn't deserve to be in the top 24 um, or that they're not a real threat in the Pac-12 because I think you don't win five straight for, I want to say, the second time this season without being a pretty damn good college baseball team. Mm -hmm. So I was looking up things that are in Omaha other than the College Baseball World Series. Nothing. Um, the world's largest indoor swamp. What? Yeah, it's at an aquarium. The largest? The world's largest? The world's largest. I want to go there. Strictly for the swamp? Yes. Why? I'm just kidding. I wouldn't fly to Omaha for a swamp. That'd be really weird. Yeah. I just hear swamp and I immediately think of Shrek. Aquariums, goaded. Aquariums are a top five thing. Yeah. Of all time. Mm. Like next to sleeping and breathing, aquarium is probably three. Which, what's one sleeping? What no, breathing is pretty high. What about eating? Eating is right behind aquarium. I'd wow. say eating's one. I would say eating is eating one. Is for breathing? Eating yeah. is the greatest thing of all time. Breathing I just take for granted. Just just above peace treaties. One more time? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't catch that. What's Zestos, Joe? Mm. Zestos? Don't sleep on Zestos. Stop whispering, <laughs> Tina. I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry Tina. Sorry, I'm sorry. Tina. Um, guys, Burrito Express. We talk about that's, it. No, that's one. What are we saying? Yeah, you're right. You're right. We talk about it every day. And if you haven't been to Burrito Express, like, can you guys just trust us for a second? Okay. We, we try and do our people best. People trust us. Do they? Yes. Well, the people that listen I to the show. I would hope they trust the us. The people that listen to the show and haven't tried Burrito Express, I need you to have just a little bit of faith. Go check them out because they got the best burritos in the world. They got locations all over the valley. And they've got themselves a couple NIL athletes and Elijah Badger. And Jazz Hill. So anytime you guys go to a Burrito Express and get yourself a burrito or merch, technically you're supporting Arizona State athletes. You are as well. So go check them out. Like I said, locations all over the valley. The food smacks. While you're at it, go ahead and give them a follow on social at Burrito Exp. Zestos looks like a sheesh. Zestos looks. They've zesty. got a they've got a dipped ice cream cone right uh, here out uh -huh. front, right there. Dipped it's, ice cream cone. Big one. Ice cream. Um, Dude, ice cream cones are goaded. I'm going to try it. 
Especially the the ice cream cones like at McDonald's that they have where it's the... The chocolate dipped ice cream cones. Yeah. 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 I haven't had an ice cream cone in a minute. I haven't either. I've had ice cream. No, I haven't had ice cream. Not a cone. Just because, you know. Yeah. Lactose intolerant. Yeah. But I'm working Did on you, tolerating. Yeah. Guillory yeah. told you. Yeah. I'm working on tolerating yeah. that. Um, I can't tolerate getting gas from anywhere but Circle K. Oh, I can't tolerate it. No, can't do it. I'm pissed off bit. now. No, I'm just, Damn. I'm thinking about getting gas from somewhere else and I'm getting angry. It's okay. I'm so fed up. My face is as red as Circle K. It's logo. It's pretty red. It is. Stock up on marketing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Polar Pops. You ever had one of those? Goated. They are goaded. The gas there smells better than any other gas. <laughs> <laughs> That's just, just, just from a pure Shane perspective. Don't sniff gas. Don't, don't, don't do that. But, but don't sniff gas. But if you're like getting gas and you, you know, you got to breathe. I breathe through my nose. I'm not a mouth breather. And, and sometimes I smell gas. And I'm like, hmm, that's that's some good stuff. Only gonna get that smell yeah, right here. Get, okay. Again, gotta say it again. Don't sniff gas. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, your iced coffee, though, you can sniff that. You we'll can. drink it, but don't do does iced coffee smell? Yes. yes. Okay, I was just curious. Iced coffee, just a dollar eighty nine, and you get twelve packs of beer that you shouldn't be sniffing. Should be drinking. Mm. Uh, nine, just nine ninety nine. Um, plus, buy two get one free. Fast Twitch twelve ounce bottles, and. Right now, you can get a dirt bike. You can get a dirt bike, tow tree. I'm not a big dirt bike guy, but if I was... For free. I mean, I'm here for anything for free, to be honest with you. Right now, go in store. You can get a bunch of stuff. A bunch of rock stars, some energy. Um, need those. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely need those. Uh, buy two or more 16-ounce Rockstar energy drinks for a chance to win a Husqvarna FC 450. Look it up. That sounds like it goes fast. Look it up. Make sure you're not missing out on all of this great stuff. Head to circlek.com slash store dash locator. That's circlek.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. No, we're not going to do a post-game show in Omaha. If um, they win? Unless they are in the actual I mean, if they're in final, the College World Series. Final. Final, then... I mean, maybe might have to to make a trip. Uh, Tina, yes, bring it home. Do not sniff gas. Yeah. Just, you know, want to really Disclaimer, get that. Don't sniff gas. Yeah, really want to get that out there. <laughs> um, Shane, anything else before um, we get out of here? Don't sniff gas. Yep, <laughs> definitely don't do that. That is the theme of today's show. Uh, Sean, welcome back. I know you've listened to every single show. Mm. Um, you'll be back tomorrow. What is the over under on shows he's listened to? Yes, it's under a half. Really I'm taking the under? Yes, he did. He will on the way home though. I feel like on the way home he will certainly listen to at least one. No, he won't. He's listening. Oh, not to, even the Xavier Guillory one. No, he's listening to Drake, and that's it. He didn't listen to the Ben Coleman one. I Guys, don't. leave a like on the video, please. Leave a like if you shouldn't sniff gas. I don't know if you're going to get a bunch of likes on that one, to be honest with you. <laughs> Guys, if you enjoyed the content, don't step gas. Give us a follow at phnx underscore sign up. You can follow me at anthony underscore toe You can follow Shane at Shane D. If you can follow Sean at pause at Sean underscore to pause. Ignoring our friendship as always. Wow. Yeah, when he's gone, he really is gone. <laughs> Guess we'll see him on Tuesday, though, and we'll see you guys tomorrow at 2 p.m. to talk ASU football. But for now, peace. Don't sniff gas.